Tonight, we're going to talk about Moses' messy story of faith. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. Look at verse 23 through 29. Hebrews chapter 11, verses 23 through 29. Folks who don't know my name, my name is Brother Reggie. If you don't know who I am, it's only one Reggie here. I believe so. I don't know. All right. I read it from the English Standard Version of the Bible. The Bible says this. By faith, Moses, when he was born, he was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful. and They were not afraid. And the king edict, by faith, Moses, when he was grown up, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather the to be mistreated with the people of God than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He considered the reproach of Christ greater than wealth and the treasures than treasures of Egypt. For he was looking to the reward. By faith, he left Egypt, not being afraid of anger of the king. For he endured seeing him who is invisible. By faith, he kept the Passover, sprinkled the blood, so that the destroyer of the firstborn might not touch them. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on the dry land, but the Egyptians, when they attempted to do the same, were drowned. For those who are taking notes of the nice lesson is this. Faith isn't faith until it's all you're holding on to. Faith isn't faith until it's all you're holding on to. Definition of faith is verse number one of chapter 11. Now, faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. Verse six, and without faith, it is impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he is existence, that he rewards those who seek him. The meaning of Moses, Exodus chapter two, verse 10 when the child grew older, she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. He became her son. He named him Moses because she said, I drew him out of the water. I'm going to give you five points of tonight's lesson. By faith, Moses was hidden. That's number one. Number two, by faith, Moses refused. Number three, By faith, Moses left Egypt. Number four, by faith, Moses kept the Passover. And number five, by faith, Moses led the children through the sea. But Moses didn't go over. He led them, right? Can I get amen? All right, that's good. I know y'all heard me say that on Sunday morning, but we can say it tonight. All right. As we look at this text, look at verse number 23 of the lesson text. By faith, Moses, was, he was born. He was hidden for three months by his parents because they saw that the child was beautiful and they were not afraid and of the king's edict. The statement made by the writer seems confusing to us, even as many commentators would try to revise God's word, try to get an understanding of God's word. 
is on the surface, it sounds like Moses' parents decided to hide Moses because he was physically beautiful. The implication seems that to be if Moses was not beautiful, but his parents would have obeyed Pharaoh's command, he would be tossed in the Nile River. Exodus chapter 2, verse 2. It seems to make a similar point. The Acts account of the points out of the way Moses was beautiful. Acts chapter 7, verse 20, the Bible reads as this. At this time Moses was born, he was beautiful in the sight of God. The beauty was not simply that Moses was a good-looking person. We ought to realize that the scripture would not mean something so superficial. Rather than Moses was beautiful, but to God. Moses' parents understood that Moses was beautiful in God's sight, and they, under, they understood that everything that could keep him alive is not subject to death. Moses' parents wanted his son to be saved, wanted his son to be safe, but the right thing was to, is to disagree, disagree with the degree from Pharaoh. As we keep reading in this text, it says, by faith, Moses learned about faith from the beginning of his life. What way do you learn about obeying God, not obeying rulers? We will see those in this lesson text that transition to other statements, the faith about Moses. Moses learned from his parents the true faith looked like. Parents were not afraid of Pharaoh's command. They went against it because his child was beautiful in the sight of God. God was going to use Moses to do his will. Let's go to Exodus chapter 1. Exodus chapter 1, let's read 11 through, uh, start 11 through 14. Exodus 1. The Bible reads as this. Therefore I set a taskmasters over them to afflict them with heavy burdens. They built Pharaoh, store cities, Phinehas and Ramus. But more of their uh, were oppressed, more they multiplied. They were spread abroad through the land. And the Egyptians were dreaded of the people of Israel. Verse 13. So they ruthlessly made people of Israel work as slaves and made their lives bitter than hard service and mortar and brick and all kinds of work in the field. And all their work was ruthlessly made them work as slaves. At home, we set a tone. And that tone is in Joshua 24, 16, for as me and my house, we will serve the Lord. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. There will be times in our lives we will stray away. There are times that we're not going to always be on the side with God. God's going to be on the side with us, but sometimes it's, it's our own self-desires of this world, we're going to flee from God. Not all of us here today has been perfect. No one or one person was perfect. That was our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The next point from this lesson is this. Parents, we cannot pass on our faith. We certainly teach our children about faith, they learn from us in the most important things in life. Our worship and service to God. It sets the tone for us as we come here each first day of the week, midweek time, or any time that we come together. Children need to obey their parents. Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 and 2. 
is to follow the will of God. While my faith has grown and changed over the years in my life, my faith has certainly been sharp by the faith of my parents. Children didn't learn about faith from us. They would see us if we merely go uh, churchgoers, if we have the faith and feel of life. All of, a lot of our times, we're at times we say we might have to live a double life. We put on our best when we come amongst ourselves, right? We don't want the people to see our true colors. If you're going to be a Christian here, be a Christian Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Seven days a week, right? Just don't do it from 8 to 10.15 and 5.30 to 6.30 or 6.15. Do it 24-7. The next point, we also see the words of the apostles before. But the apostles said we must obey God rather than men. Moses' parents went against the commands of Pharaoh, knowing that God's ways is must obey above all else. Let's go to Matthew chapter 6, verse 24. The Bible reads that we cannot serve two masters. Either we'll hate the other one, we'll love the other one. He that devoted to the one will despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. So you got to choose this day whom you're going to serve. Like while we're back to Joshua chapter 24. As we look at later on, the next point is this. Faith of Moses is where he refused. By faith, Moses refused. Let's read verses 23 and look at verse 25. Choosing rather to mistreat the people of God than enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. As we look at this uh, text right here in verse number 25, Moses has, was re has rejected the pleasures of Egypt. Choosing to suffer the mistreatment with the people of God, we can easily pass over this section thinking that Moses simply rejected the life of sin. Of, uh, for the life of righteousness. But notice the parallel between fleeting and the pleasures of sin, verse 25, the treasures of Egypt, in verse 26. The phrase pleasure of sin is not referring to merely the lust and gross and, 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 uh, and of sin. Sorry. The phrase is described that we may live a life that we do today where we can call successful. The writer of the Hebrew writers want us to understand that Referring to position, prestige, power, and wealth. That's good for a short time, not going to last forever. But Moses turned away for a great amount of success. Growing up in the house of Pharaoh, Moses rejected huge amounts of riches. He could have remained in the lap of luxury and easily lived a life that called the sons of Pharaoh's daughters. Moses had a position of prestige in Egypt. Moses refused all of this because he was going to be a servant of God. Moses could have rejected God's call, simply decided to be an Egyptian, turning his back to the Hebrews and turning his, uh, turning his, uh, not turning his back on God. By faith, God gave him that courage. Let's look up in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21. Where is your treasures at? Is your treasures on earth or is in heaven? Do not lay your treasures in, on earth where moth, rust, destroy, where the thieves can break in and steal. Raise your hand if you got an alarm system on your house. So if my, uh, somebody breaks into my house right now, I'm not going to get an alert because my phone is on airplane mode. <laughs> so I know my four-legged son at the house, he's going to bark. They're probably not going to come in because they're here with, you know, Ace, my friend, my best friend, besides my wife and daughter. Don't tell them I said that. 
So my point is this. We can do all this drugs. We can have, some of us might got guns in our house, but the best gun to have is that 6-6 six, six caliber, the book of the Bible, right? 6-6 six, six books in the Bible, right? That's our sword. That's what we need to have is the weapon to fight these people out of our lives. The verse 20 says, lay yourselves your treasures in heaven where neither moth or rust destroy where the thieves can do not break in and steal. For the treasure, where your treasure is, there will be your heart also too. Faith means that we do not make decisions based on the things of this world. Living by faith means that we will look at the pleasures of this world. Wealth, success, prestige, power can give it up so that we can be disciples. Faithful living is not making a life decision based on the need for money, need for work, or what you have. Faith is trusting God. Take care of the, uh, the, the God's business. Making a decision to serve God. This is what Moses did for God, and God took care of him. I don't know what we would do if we didn't help God. We had to make sacrifices. I'm letting you know tonight, it is present right now. We have to make choices. But the choices Moses made and the present with it presented to him would argue that we need to make more money. We need to do this or do that. There's nothing wrong with that, trying to be wealthy. But what are you doing with it? Are you giving it back to the Lord? Are you giving it back to the people who are coming in need? But I would like to argue this. We can serve God while remaining in Egypt. But what I do with this is justify why we continue to own our selfish pursuits under the goose of serving God and God's guiding. If we decide to pretend that we're serving God because we have money, we're missing a point. We're missing a point. But Moses wants us to understand this. We look at spiritual riches than the physical riches. Moses looked at the, uh, the permanent blessings of God's rather than the temporary wealth of this world. More accurately, that we chose our choices between God's side and aligned with the people of God being on the side of comfort and wealth. God give us a peace of mind that surpasses of all understanding. That's why Moses, he decided, I said, he needed to leave Egypt in verse 27. Verse 27, it reads, by faith he left Egypt, not being afraid and anger the king, for he endured seeing him who is invisible. The Hebrew writer wants to point out in this lesson tonight is this. Bravery of Moses, he took a stand against Pharaoh. Are you taking a stand for God today on your workplace, at school? Moses did on a number of occasions. He did early in his life by helping the Hebrews striking down the Egyptian in this ill time. Moses took a stand by leaving Egypt. Moses took a stand against Pharaoh, telling him that he must uh, be like the, uh, let him, the Hebrews go, let the Hebrews go. The writer, the Hebrew writer wants to let her understand the tribulations of Moses because of what we read about in the first points of today's lesson at the end of chapter, Hebrews chapter 10. The Jewish Christians were suffering affliction, persecution, and arrest, and loss of property. How did Moses handle his difficulties? The question might ask. How, did, how could Moses stay on the side with God, stand against the Egyptian ruler? In verse 27, he said, he endured by seeing him who is invisible. That's talking about his faith. Faith is a substance things hoped for of evidence things not seen. 
How many of us worry at this time? Who worry about what's going to happen on tomorrow? We can't worry about what's going to happen on tomorrow because our life is like a vapor. It appears for a short time, and then it's going to vanish away. We got to understand that we have to serve God. Live one day at a time. And we look at verse um, in this chapter 11. Go back to, let's go to verse 13. As we look about the, we call this the faith hall of fame. These people did not receive their promises. They saw them afar off greeting them. Raise your hand if you want to go to heaven. If you didn't want to go to heaven, you want to be here tonight. They saw the unseen. God was with them and God keeping their hearts close to them. This faith is all the Christians who have died and cause of Christ have had. Christ did for us. They all saw the blessing and God was more valuable. Let's go to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Because we know suffering comes before the glory. For I consider the suffering in this present time is not worth than comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Life is hard. I tell myself that every day. I got a lot of gray hairs on my head. It's not from my home. It's from my job. Nobody laughed about that. They're a little icebreaker. But I can understand that we have to stay in the word of God. We have to keep our minds focused on the word of God daily. One of the things about focusing on God is when our faith. Because some of the time we might not have always have access to the word of God. We can open up our phones, open up our Bibles at our desk. But we have to meditate on God's word day and night. The righteous shall live by faith. In Romans chapter 1 verse 16, Paul said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God by salvation to everyone who believes, first to the Jew, also to the Greek. The next point is this. My fourth one is this. By faith, Moses kept the Passover. Moses' faith led him to obedience. Obedience has been a common feature of faith for all the people who we have studied. We have seen these people were asked about obeying commands that were difficult or challenging for them. Abraham had to leave his home and go to a land that had been shown to him. He had to offer his son at the altar. Moses had to obey the command of the Passover, believing that the placing of blood on the doorpost would have spared the firstborn of the Israelites from death. There was nothing else Moses and the Hebrews could do to avoid the destroyers. They could not pray. They could not fast. They could not even do anything to accept exactly what God has commanded them. Faith is not about having desires. Faith is not about saying that we have the love for, uh, that we have the love for God. Faith is not saying a prayer. Faith is not doing what God commands us to, uh, to do from his word. Why the religious world watered down Biblical faith is the question. Belief is not faith. Faith is seeing the unseen of God, which causes us to renounce the pleasure of this world to serve God. Do y'all agree? Do I need to read it again? Faith is seeing the unseen God, which causes us to renounce the pleasures of this world and to serve God. 
There are a lot of times in our lives I did not know that we was going to be in McDermott Road a year and a half ago. We were just searching for a place that my wife, my daughter, can serve God and myself. That people accept us from the content of our characters and not the color of our skin. Can I get an amen on that? Because God do not look at the color. He look at the, the content of a character. Look at our hearts. He want all ethnicity to come to one. We all we're all Gentiles, right? Because God does not say we want this particular church, want this particular church. He only said there's one church that is the body of Christ. By faith, the children of Israel passed through the Red Sea in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 29. Let's go back to that. I'm almost done for those who are taking time. I got 12 minutes because Brother West told me to stop at 740. All right. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 29. The Bible reads as this. By faith, the people crossed the Red Sea as on dry land by the Egyptians. But when they attempted to do the same, some of them were drowned. Let's go to Exodus chapter 14, verse 22 to 29. I'm not going to read over this for time's sake. uh, We'll start at verse 21. Then Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord, uh, the Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind all the night by the, made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the people of Israel went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, and the waters being all wall, being a wall to them on their right hand and their left. Verse 23, the Egyptians pursued, went into the, after them into the midst of the sea. All Pharaoh's horses and his chariots and horsemen in the morning watched the Lord in a pillar of fire and a cloud to look down on the Egyptians forced them through the Egyptian force into a panic. That's verse 26. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the water may come back upon the Egyptian, upon the chariots, and upon the horsemen. So Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the sea returned normal course when the morning appeared. As, they, um, as the Egyptians fled unto it, the Lord threw the Egyptians into the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen, all of the hosts of Pharaoh that had followed them into the sea. Not none of them remain. But the people of Israel walked on dry ground through the sea, and the waters being walled to them, their right hand and to their left. Verse 30. The Lord saved the Israels in the day from the hand of the Egyptians. Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seahorse, the seashore. Israel saw a great power of the Lord against them, against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord. They believed in the Lord and the servants of Moses. The people feared the Lord. They believed in the Lord and the servant Moses. How many of us want to go to heaven? We believe that there is a heaven. When your time, go read Revelation chapter 20 and verse 21. We're searching for that city. That we can sing hallelujah by and by. A lot of times that life gets hard. 
But we know that the suffering then comes the glory. For those who are taking notes, the last scripture of tonight, before I want to give the points to take home tonight is this. Parents, we have a job to do. We can help pass on, on their faith through life decisions. I'm not the perfect parent, but I always tell my daughter, do better than me. So what do you mean, daddy? You got a nice job? We got a nice house? No, that's irrelevant. Do better than me. We have a lot of heart-to-heart discussions in my household about life. Because my head didn't grow big over time. I was mischievous coming up. Nobody didn't catch that. My big head. <laughs> I was once rebellious. But I'm going to tell you, the kids here today, listen to your parents. Listen to your parents. Because you only get one daddy, you only get one mom. Obey God, not man. Man can't save you. But God can. Reject the pleasures of this earth. We do this by suffering with Christ and looking forward for that reward, that crown of life. We talked about in Revelation chapter 2, verse 10, about living faithful. Verse four, uh, next point. Leave beyond, behind the comfort, ease, and convenience, which is our God. All this other stuff is going to be irrelevant. I just want to say, God, tell us, well done, thy good and faithful servant. I don't want to be well done, if you know what I mean. I don't eat that much steak. <laughs> Last one. Faith is obeying God. Believing in obedience will spare us from destruction. Man, I got seven minutes. Brother Aaron, go ahead and get you a song, brother. Let's go to Revelation chapter 14. Is this lesson helping somebody tonight? I hope so. Revelation chapter 14. You don't always got to get a pat on someone when somebody tells you you're doing a good job. God knows what, he, what he's doing. You don't have to worry about trying to get your supervisors or your coaches telling you you're doing a good job. You're not working for them. You're working for God. Let's look at this. Verse 12 of Revelation chapter 14. Here's the call for the endurance of the saints, those who keep the commandments of God and their faith in Jesus. And you heard a voice from heaven saying, write this. Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Blessed indeed, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their deeds do follow them. They'll rest from their labors and their deeds do follow them. Sometimes it's good to tell somebody you're doing a good job. It's good to tell us, especially in the household of faith. But don't look for it at work because you're not going to always get it. Remember this verse right here your hard work will follow you. Because one day, we're going to receive that new body. I want to be able to see all of us. Y'all can be around. There go Brother Reggie again. There go Brother Reggie. You can't miss him. Still didn't laugh. <clears throat> I hope this lesson was helpful. It was encouraging to honor to Brother West. Um, also, Brother Tony come and ask me to fill in for him. But you always got to be ready to serve God. Should never be ashamed to glorify God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord Jesus, thank you for this opportunity you have given us to come and understand a portion of your word. Let's pray that, that not the faith that we learned from Moses, the faith that we learned from all the people in the Hebrews chapter 11. Let's pray that we can apply those things in these chapters 
not only this particular chapter, we will we'll, uh, apply those things we learn throughout the whole Bible. That we'll set an example that people can see Christ living with each one of us. Let's pray for the ones who are struggling at this time with their faith. Just trying to decide which way they're going to go, but they, how they have that faith with you. They're knowing that we're here to serve you so we can all make heaven our home. Lord Jesus, please hear this prayer. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.